0: BYU athletic director Tom Homo. Tom, how you doing? Hands, what's up? No, here just, we are, just living <laughs> and loving, man. Here we are. Can you believe it? I. Here we are.
1: Yeah, I think that the last little while has been kind of a wave of is this a dream? Kind of like you, you celebration that we had the other night, and I said, okay, turn the page. We got to start thinking about playing games now and then you come down here and it's kind of it's not really a celebration but it's becoming more and more reality of and and i'm not it's not i'm not scared i'm not nervous but it's the reality of is we got to play games and we got to win
0: i gotta set this scene because this is so tom homo just so everybody understands he, he loves to celebrate but you're all business and byu fans packed in i don't know 15,000. How many did they even register that came in at midnight on the morning of July first? Special permission, yeah, which was incredible. But you know, I go up and I'm I'm talking with Tom, and I'm like, "Geez, can you believe it?" He goes, "Now it's work." And I'm like, "No, no, it's not. This is celebration." No, now it's work. You're just always laser focused on the next step.
1: Well, it, this is the next step. <laughs> we, I think we we have a game in a couple of month, a um, couple of weeks now, and. Uh, you know it's good. This is good. I, I'm super thrilled that what this Big 12 Conference has established, the work that the conference office, the membership has done to bring it together, uh, a lot of very positive perceptions come forward, and we're part of that. Now we got to be good partners and contribute and do a, do our part to make that conference great.
2: You know, I think that uh, we spoke with Chad Lewis a couple or on the day on Big 12 Day, and he. I'm sure mimic that same strategy, which is too many people have looked at this like some sort of a weird finish line. Like we made it, and <laughs> and it's not. It's like this is the this is the actual starting line.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, there's no question. I mean, there there's there's like the business part of um, athletic administration, and there's the games, and there's a lot of things in between. Yeah, and look. I like the games better than the business. (laughs) It's just like, I love the games. I love watching, you know, and, and if those that have listened to me for years, they ask, why do you want to do this? And it's because I want to see our student athletes have the opportunity to compete against the best players and the best teams. Our coaches coach against the best coaches week in and week out. Now, you know, I've said this a thousand times in the last month. You better be careful what you wish for. It might come true. And so here we are. I mean, I think that is the reality is it's going to be super tough and we're going to get punched in the face, blood coming down our nose, and got to maybe take a knee ear, fall to the ground, get up. And let's go. And that's the, who don't want to do that, right? So, first opportunity to hear Brett Yormark kind of in a public setting
0: with the Big Twelve and, and BYU, obviously connected. What were some of your thoughts when he was going through his conversation?
1: Well, I've been in his presence uh, with ads for two years now, and he—that's him. I, I know all those points. He um, socializes all of those points with the ADs over months of period of time so when he presents them publicly some of them he's dropped little hints that this is coming like Rucker Park that's been out there but I think part of it is that we've been talking about Rucker Park almost from day one and Rucker Park is a for those that don't know that are listening is probably one of the most famous playground hoop in the world in New York City, where some of the greatest street players have ever played. And he wanted to go play a game. He wanted to play conference games, not not regular season, but he wanted to go in the summer and play each other. And, you know, it's like, no, no, we can't do that. <laughs> There's lo- rules against playing each other. Well, let's change them. <laughs> and there was an actual uh, wow. NCAA um, legislation that would allow that – came up that could potentially allow teams to have um, scrimmages in the summer against each other. And that's what he was so far ahead. It was like people, you guys don't even know about it, and it, the rule did not pass. So instead of playing BYU versus you know Baylor in a scrimmage at Rucker Park, On the hard top of New York City.
2: He got shot down?
1: By the NCAA. Oh. Um, We're going back there still, and our coaches are doing clinics with youth back there in hopes that, hey, someday we're going to be back playing games here. And I, I think it's really fascinating that even though he was talking about the games before most people even knew that you could potentially play a game, and he picked the best venue in the country to go play a game. You know, like, you could play at, uh, you know, uh, some NBA venue, but what's better than Rucker Park? They're on
2: aircraft carriers in the ACC that's in the Big I'm Ten. That's what talking about. Let's Those go. Are,
1: yeah, that's during the regular season, though. Ugh.
2: So you could finagle something to be able to like build out a little stadium of some sort at yeah. Park. You could
1: do you could do whatever you want during the season. That's it's, that, it's that preseason yeah. stuff. So I mean, do. this is that innovation.
0: What, what did you think about kind of the outreach into Mexico and potentially playing some conference stuff in Mexico?
1: Well, I loved it. I mean, when when he first started socializing. That we want to go down and play basketball in Mexico, and we want to play football in Mexico, and we want to play baseball, and we want to play soccer in Mexico. Some people in the in our league were looking at each other in the room. The, the ADs looking at each other like, "Where? <laughs> Who? Where?" And I'm thinking that's right up our alley at BYU for sure. We Cougar Nation. We wouldn't have to go there. They're already in Mexico, and so. We like his initiatives for international are not Ireland like Notre Dame or you know Asia or other, Europe really it's Mexico we have teams schools right here in Texas and if you go to Florida there's a ton of Hispanic speaking people in the um, you know in the, in the Orlando and all of Florida so and in Utah so we'll follow his lead and we'll start to expand our thinking at our school as far as what we can do to be a great partner in Mexico.
2: you uh putting your arm around Kalani on a day like today, where he even said, too, he goes, I just, I'm just, i so glad that we don't have to go. What do you think about going into the Big 12? What will that feel like? And, and you know, the games are obviously going to be a huge part of it, but what is just the last seven days, eight days, ten days now that you guys are officially in? When you're talking with Kalani and sitting in there and talking football, what are his thoughts on on this new conference and how things are going for you
1: guys? It's like all of us. I don't think Kalani's any different than any member of Cougar Nation. You all know Kalani's a, a Cougar fan. He says it. He he was a fan before he was a player at BYU. So for him, he, he doesn't get wound up in it. But he just he'll let his hair down, which I think Cougar Nation likes that they have a coach that relates to the fans. And I think he likes them and they like him. So when you come here and, you know, we're talking for a week leading up to this, like it's not like he's silly, you know, happy about it. It's just like this is what we've all been waiting for and now we're here. And, like, Klein's a really good football coach. People forget that he got the job because he's a a good X's and O's guy. That's how most head coaches are chosen is they're good – their their offense or defense are good. That doesn't mean they can be a head coach with the myriad of things that a head coach has to do in college football right now. Just look around and see how many things a, a college football coach is responsible for. It's it's frightening. But like right now, you ask that question. He's a football coach, and they're. Talking X's and O's,
2: Sam Houston they're, State.
1: They're they're talking to Sam Houston State. He's worried about you know which guys they've picked up through the you know portal or kids that have right. transferred in because they've you know bounced backs or they'll they'll be talented and he's serious about each game they play. Tom, I'm interested to know what type of financial impact
0: this is going to have for BYU. I watched utah going to the pac-12 and i watched that income of and that that growth with what they were able to do with that money that was brought in from conference distribution how much impact does this merger have on byu financially is it
1: significant yeah i mean it's 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 vastly improved for sure um i think that's a fair question and we talk about it. We've budgeted and pro. Um, we've prog- we're prognosticators. We're looking out and projecting where our budget's going to be and down the road. You have to do that. Um, it's a very important position on my staff is the CFO, and we have a, st- a financial strategist, one and the same. And it, it comes into play a lot. We, it's, I don't think a days go by with when we don't talk about it. So it's it's better. But I think. That when you we can't really compare ourselves at BYU to University of Utah or University of Texas or Oklahoma State, as you know, BYU does things a little differently, and we have been talking about this with our administration and um, our you know board of trustees and stuff is how what's the plan? They are well of our well aware of our planning. We have good. Could discuss this back and forth, and we'll do it by way for sure. If we try to do it another way, we will fail. So, um, you know, the, it helps me to have been in this position for 18 years, and. I know how they will want us to do it and if I don't they'll remind me. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> uh, Tom Holmo joining us here at Big 12 Media Days in Arlington. Massive day for the program. Everything right now feels like the part where you go. Oh man, how do you feel? It's like turning a certain age, it's your birthday today and you go, "Oh, you feel different. It's like no, today's another day, but everything feels like a celebration kind of going forward here. Who's the first champion in this conference out of your athletic
1: department? Wow, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'd but like to say the one. first team that plays, <laughs> you, would, you would help. Uh, you know, our, our fall sports are strong. Uh, you start with football, you go to women's soccer, women's volleyball, and cross country. Those are um, traditionally when you look at the directors' cup standings, we're in the top ten after the fall usually every year, and that's a result of you, directors' cup. You have to get in the tournament, and then depending on how deep you go in the NCAA tournament is how many points you get so our fall teams will have a shot. I think that you know, some of the teams after that are teams that probably will have to build, gain some strength in depth and you know, transition which is like know, this is a Utah station I watched closely when the University of Utah went in the Pac-12 it was difficult at first but the University of Utah transitioned well and their teams got stronger because of the things that they did and the moves they made after getting punched around a little bit. Well,
0: I'm telling you this right now. If it's a steeplechase race
1: right out of the gates, <laughs> yeah, there you I, go. Think, I
0: think
2: we got
1: it. Oh, Please <laughs> tell me it is. I like that. Can I use that?
2: Yeah. it. Yeah. Just like, hey, can we retro just go back like one yeah. week? Like, <laughs> can this count sort of?
0: Tom, thank you so much. My appreciate pleasure, Appreciate you jumping on for a few minutes, and uh, appreciate your presence, and congratulations. I, and I know I don't know how you take that exactly, but I think you see that Cougar Nation has a lot of love and admiration yeah. for the progress that you've made with this university and all you've done. So yeah. I, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you congratulations and thank you from them because there's so many that love and adore what you've done.
1: I, I would be remiss if I didn't turn it back to our coach.
2: Tom Homo. Thanks so much.
0: Appreciate you, coach. Thank uh,
2: you. Is that a little bit of an indicator <laughs> as to how big of a deal this is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he's uh, obviously the emotions right there. Yeah. So, without him, uh, yeah, emotional moment for Tom Holmo and uh, for all of BYU, all the Cougar nation there.